Hey there, my name is Samantha, and you're listening to the Lifestyle Listener Podcast. In this podcast, you'll get some lifestyle tips, healthy living advice, and a place to discuss real issues affecting real people. I am an integrative nutrition health coach, a mother of two, and a wife. So believe me when I say trying to find balance is a constant work in progress. So thanks so much for stopping by, and I hope that you get some great healthy living advice to keep you on your own wellness goals. Welcome to the Lifestyle Listener Podcast. Jessica, hello. Hello, Samantha. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I uh, I, I want you to notice, um, because all of you listening out there, um, the six people, um, I don't have workout clothes on. Today. I was just going to tell you that, <laughs> you know, during the last podcast, you said that you were going to surprise me and, and wear some form of, uh, of, you know, non-workout yeah, clothes. Yeah, I did. So I have, I have pants. Yes. I have a shirt on. Yes. I mean, no ponytail. It is yeah. up in a bun, but it's hot outside. So yeah, you're looking so, good. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I feel you good. got makeup on? I got makeup on? Yeah. yeah the, I went all out today. Is so. this all out for me? Uh, well, I wish I could say yes, but no. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Because I, I, like I told you, that would be a complete Not to make you any less special, but I did think about it when I was putting my outfit on because I had somewhere else I had to be. I, um, I was volunteering this morning, but, um, I thought, oh, Jessica's going to be so excited because I put on pants, <laughs> yeah. non-workout pants. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. I mean, you always have pants on again. Right. Again. Clear. Yeah. Let's be clear on that. But yeah, like non-workout pants, non-workout, no sports bra, nothing. So I am in normal gear and yeah, it feels good. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 I have normal gear on so much that I really enjoy wearing the workout gear. I know. Well, I like stretchy pants. Yeah. I don't don't like to be restricted. So I agree. I agree. When I was a stay at home mom, I, you know, was wearing workout stuff every single day. Yeah. Um, and so I understand the, the other side of that where it's like, man, I just want to get up and, you know, go out and do something, but what's the point, you know, why, <laughs> why actually get all dressed up for that? So anyway, exactly. I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, so what's new today? Um, what, what's on the, what's on the mind? What's, what's on the docket? <laughs> well, you know, I've just been, um, I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good lately. Yeah. I gotta yeah. say, yeah. you know, uh, when Samantha and I started this podcast, I don't know when it was. I feel like it was like a, a January, I was believe. It? Yeah. Was it, has it only yeah. been January? But we didn't launch it until probably March. Right. Gosh, yeah. Because we just, we, yeah, it just took a while to get all of our stuff figured out. Yes. Yes. Well, I remember that first night you were going to launch it. I was like, I don't think I want to do, do this. I can't. I'm like, it's going to be okay, Jessica. I yeah. promise it'll be okay. Here it goes. Yeah. 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 And I thought, oh my God, there's going to be like thousands of listeners. But, you know, there wasn't. And so no. was, that was a, that was good. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. me down. Yes. No, but, don't let fear drive it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've been feeling really good. Um, you know, since we started this podcast, it's, it's been really good for me. It's taken me kind of down a a a, a, a journey. I've been on a journey of self discovery. <laughs> like journey. Yes, yes. I've been on a journey of self discovery, and um, you know, really, really just helping me like feel good in my own skin. I'd say, which I oh, think yeah. is what all integrative health is all about. Right. You know, I kind of came in whenever you want to do this podcast. So 
taking a step back when I was a stay at home mom and I was in St. Louis, um, I had, you know, I was at the Whole Foods all the time. I had gotten into like, you know, definitely no wheat for whatever the hell reason for. I'm not sure, <laughs> but I knew that that was not what I was supposed to be doing. So I was doing the coconut flour and I was doing the almond flour. And, you know, I was, um, I was eating all of the, you know, healthy foods and, uh, I just, I just knew a lot about it. Right. And, and that's where like, really like I considered health and I was doing great and it was, and all was well. And, and then I, you know, started working again and all of that went out the, out the window. Cause it's really kind of not sustainable. Right. You know, like right. baking your own bread every single day it's as a, not, as hard. a working mom mm-hmm. is not going to happen. No, you know, no. And I was also eating food like the, you know, coconut flour, bread and I'm like oh this is so good and it <laughs> wasn't you know it really just wasn't you know like who are we trying to what are we doing here I know it's like somebody the other day we were talking about like the Ezekiel bread have uh, you ever oh, had yeah. that oh, which yeah. I I don't eat because it's not a gluten-free bread I I stick to gluten-free you know for health health right. medical reasons um like true medical true reason. medical reasons yeah my daughter is celiac I have a high sensitivity to it I've been tested you know so it's in that I you know so I I know when I eat it I don't feel good um but yeah, that Ezekiel bread, man, that's like, it, it's like the moving box. Like if you would have cut a piece off of the moving box and then stuck it in your toaster and then try and put some almond butter on it, that's <laughs> kind of what Ezekiel bread mm. would taste. Now, some people love it and swear by it. And hey, hats off. But, right. you know, I mean, I probably, you know, and then it's got all the seeds in it. So then you got to floss. Yeah. Because you got like expanding chia seeds in your teeth. Yeah, so, right. You know, yes. who wants that? Yeah. Uh, yes. But yeah. So, you know, I what when you were going through all of that, why did you feel like when you were a stay-at-home mom and you had the time to maybe bake your own bread or, do, or make your own food, um, what led you to believe that that was exactly what you needed for your life? At the, to, you mean to focus on those right. things? Right, you know, because you you had, I think, you, weren't you vegan? You were vegan. I was for, well, yes. And, and part of that was because my doctor said that, you know, vegan, okay. um, plant-based diet goes down the non-inflammatory side of your body. Right. And like, you know, milk, dairy, eggs, bread, or mm-hmm. not bread, um, meat will inflame your body. And yes. I had a ton of inflammation in my yes. body that they, they had tested and they were like, this is more inflammation than just your hip hurting. So they really wanted to bring that down. So I tried to do that, but, and so that, that was the reason why in the pale or in the, um, vegan part of it. But before that I had gone paleo and paleo taught me a lot. Yeah, it really did. It brought me back when I was a little girl, I was very healthy because my mom was, you know, super into health. And, um, I remember my friends never wanted to come over to our house because we didn't have little <laughs> Debbie's and we didn't have, you know, the oatmeal cream pies. We had an orange and that was, and they just hate it. You know, they're like, no, let's go to our house. You know, so, um, I, you know, anyway, so it, it kind of brought me back to my roots and it taught me a lot about healthy eating as far as just so much fruit or not fruits as much as just healthy vegetables and mm-hmm. those kinds of things. And so I, I credit the paleo diet to bringing me back into my body. Okay. Cause before when I was working, I was 
you know, food was, you know, one of those things that it was like a passing thing, you mm-hmm. know, let me grab something on the way to go to work. Let me grab something at lunch and get it down right. while I'm working at my desk. And so I wasn't living in my body. Right. But then whenever I had, I had kids and I took a couple years off and I slowed down. First of all, I didn't know how to cook and I really felt like I needed to know. And so when I was when I was at home and, you know, a stay at home mom that gave me this time mm-hmm. to actually learn how to cook. And I ended up liking it, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and at that time finding paleo again and bringing it back into my body and, you know, the things that I enjoyed um, eating and slowing down and all of that. So uh, at the time, you know, the, the, I was all into a certain type of diet um, being this paleo or vegan or whatever, which, you know, I have advanced personally for me of just throwing all of that out the window, you know, who mm-hmm. gives a shit what the label is, <laughs> you know, call right. it whatever you want. I don't need to buy your cookbook and your cookbook and your cookbook, you right. know, and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, I want to eat healthily and that is, you know, mainly healthy fruits and vegetables and some lean meats. And, you know, mm-hmm. then there's there, then it trickles down from there. Right. right. Like some, right. a little bit of dairy, a little bit of cheese, yeah. you know, right. nuts, seeds, that kind of thing. But, Everything in moderation type yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't need to put a label on it. No. I don't need to follow some, you know, I don't need to pray to the paleo gods and, <laughs> you know, because it does, it becomes like these religions and it oh, becomes like these hardcore cult, on yeah, these cult mm-hmm. followings. And before you know it, they're like, Oh, you know, I only make, I, you know, I'm not paleo baking. Cause that's just, that's, that's fake. And that's cheating. And it's like, Holy shit. Yeah. You know, now I can't even make my coconut flour yucky bread. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, you know, saving me in right. some way. So from like going completely off the rail. So anyway, um, you know, to answer your question is that I found it, I, I, I found the need and the desire to cook more and find out more about, uh, about it was because I, one had the time and I too had a motivation, right? My children were really my motivation mm-hmm. and creating a healthy family and a healthy dynamic, mm-hmm. you know, and a healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. was, um, was a really big importance to me at the time. And it still is. Yeah. And luckily at the time, you know, that was, I was able to spend it because right. I I had free time on my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it, and I I think that a lot of people, because um, I you know you and I have talked about even my own journey into how I got into this whole integrative nutrition health coaching thing. Um, and it, it has to always start somewhere. And and you know you and I we grew up in the era where our moms were whether it's a healthy diet or not. I mean, my mom was always on a diet of some kind. I mean, she tried everything Atkins when it came out, we were all eating Atkins food, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, you know, the first time I ever went on a diet, I was, I was in high school. I mean, you know, and, and, and because, you know, I, I didn't, I had never seen anything besides that. Like, I mean, it, it was, it was always like, not necessarily about balanced eating, but just, okay, what's this diet say I can have? Or what's this? Oh, well, here's all these, you know, my mom had this Nutrisystem stuff and she had all of her food, like the little box food all, in, you know, I mean, it was always, my mom was always on something trying to strive to get her body to where she thought it needed to be. And I think that growing up, seeing that made me have 
the wrong impression of what my body needed to be um, and, and how it, it was because, you know, it, it, everybody's different. And so when I got to college and then everybody else looked like they came out of the same, you know, homogenous pod of, you know, skinny, blonde, whatever. I thought, well, I got to look like that too. And I developed an eating disorder out of it. I mean, I could tell you the calorie count in every single food item in my pantry and how much I could eat. And I would never go over that. I mean, to the point where I would just eat like a little side of vegetables, steamed vegetables, and that would be it. Right. For lunch, I would do like saltines with honey. I mean, it got to be to the point it was, it was unhealthy. Like I really got sick. Yeah. Um, and I, and so after getting out of that environment and changing where I was and, and kind of just getting, you know, out of the stress of school and all of that kind of stuff, um, I started to change my mindset on, but it took years. Yeah. I mean, I can honestly say I probably didn't have a healthy body image until maybe after I had my son. Yeah. And that, and he's almost eight. So my healthy body image probably didn't start until, you know, what, 32, something yeah. like that. And I'd say, you know, my I'm still working on my healthy body image, but since starting this podcast, I have just... I have, I have come light years, you know, Mm -hmm. in, in my, um, feelings of acceptance in my body. And, um, I'm, I'm even in a little bit at the angry stage, which I'm sure we'll get into in just a minute. Yeah. But, but going back to your mother, you know, my, I was the same way and my mom and I just had this conversation yesterday, but my mom grew up in the Twiggy era. Yeah. And so my mom thought, that she was supposed to look like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And so she was, I remember very young, my mother always, like you said, being on a diet, like, and it wasn't, it was a restriction diet. My mom was like counting her green beans kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Very, very borderline issues in my book. And now that I look at that, but you know, she would even like look in the mirror and she'd kind of like, you know, push her skin back a little bit on her face to show, you know, like, what would it be like, you know, for, yeah. if she didn't have as many wrinkles and, yep. you know, and, and she doesn't remember these things. So, yeah, but you I, do. Yes, exactly. And I remember like, I was just talking to my sister the other day, like she'd come home from, from muse- um, from, from college and, you know, they'd comment on how good she looks and how thin she is. And so my sister and I are 13 years different. So I would hear that Mm -hmm. as a child and I would be like, okay, that's, that matters. Right. I mean, I don't think I cognitively said that matters, but it went back into my subconscious. Mm -hmm. And then I had a lot of problems with, you know, people picking on me through my whole life, um, starting in preschool all the way up of, of my body mm-hmm. and the way it looked. And therefore now I'm have society telling me the exact same thing that my family's basically kind of modeling. Right. You know? Yeah. And so it's no wonder that women are going on diets, you know? Right. Early on, and now and now, Weight Watchers has Weight Watchers oh, for children. I know I have which, a huge issue with that. Yeah, because the 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 research shows that the that people that never go on a diet, whether they're overweight or not, are not susceptible to like large uh, swings and mm-hmm, weight. Mm-hmm. You know, but 
a diets are great predictors for weight gain. Yeah. And they're great predictors for if you go on a restrictive diet and you lose weight, they can actually say like, okay, it's going to be about six to eight months before you gain it back and more. And, and more. It, yes. Mm-hmm. And it's more, and it's usually because you've restricted, um, you are, um, you, you gain it back, uh, with faster and you gain it back with more fat instead yeah. of muscle, you mm-hmm. know? So now we're telling kids to go, I mean, Weight Watchers is trying this whole rebranding marketing thing where it's like a lifestyle and yeah. it's not a diet. It's yeah. about, you know, all of these numbers. Uh, yeah. But, but then the day, whenever you go and you get on the fucking scale, that's a diet. You know, that's right. a diet. I remember, you know, and I, you know, and I, I don't weigh myself. Um, I recently, and the only time I get weighed is when I go to the doctor. Uh-huh. I always like to go just by how do how do my clothes feel? Do I feel good in my clothes? Do they feel comfortable on me? Yeah. Um, you know, do I feel good? Like, am I tired? If it, you know, um, but I don't because of I don't want to be a number. I mean, I I think I'm like I don't know, like around one twenty five for a five two. But you know, my body style is I am muscular. That comes from my dad's side of the family. My dad was a muscular dude, just naturally. He never lifted weights or anything. Like I have his calves; they're huge. They're like, but they're not. They're just like one giant muscle. He had the same calves. Never did a calf race in his life. <laughs> he just It's yeah. just the way. So I have that genetics from his side of the family, which I bulk up easily if I am trying to weight lift and stuff. So I don't lift heavy weights and things. I just do what makes me feel good. Yeah. Because that didn't make me feel good being bulky. And, um, and so, you know, I, but everybody has a natural level where their, their body needs to be. And it doesn't matter if you lose 20 pounds or what, like your body is going to find that, that median line. Yeah, exactly. And, and you will fight that all life. If you are a dieter, you will fight that and fight that because even though you'll lose weight, your body wants to go back to where it feels like it's comfortable. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, your body is really good at trying to keep you safe. Right. You know, and it, believes that whatever wherever that is that that's you know that's a stable place and throughout your life you will shift about five to ten percent up and down you know but for the most part you will stay stable unless you start this whole cycle of going on a diet and then you know saying as we were talking about earlier you know well I'm on the paleo diet and they told me that if I never eat sugar again I won't crave sugar right and but I'm craving it yeah and then I went and ate you know 19 apple turnovers (laughs) and why can't I why can't I do it you know why can't I do it and then getting down on yourself and all that I mean I don't think I'm alone in that cycle I think a lot of people go I do too I mean and and I for me, because I'm I'm so in tune to my body, like right now I'm doing something where I, I I've been eating too many, even their gluten free carbohydrates. They're still it's still a processed carb. So I'm trying to really kind of like not eliminate, but just you know be mindful of I need to you know I need to put more vegetables on my plate. You know right. I'm all about that, and I'm not doing it. Like I didn't take care of myself the last six to eight months you know, with my own health, because I've been trying to take care of other people around me. So it's like, 
you know what? I need to get back and take care of me. Right. Like, th so that's what my goal right. was when school started is I'm going to start trying to cook more. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to try and really, you know, follow that gluten-free living type of lifestyle that I know my body feels good with. Right. Um, and right. so, and you know, I, the first few days that I didn't have any like quote unquote carbohydrates, um, I had a headache. Right my head hurt. And yeah. I'm like, I know it's because I'm going like my body's withdrawing from whatever crap I was eating, you know? Right. And so, and that doesn't make me feel good. Right. So, right. And it has nothing to do for you personally, you know, what you're saying works for you, mm -hmm. but it's not going to work not gonna for, work for maybe else. the other 3.5 no. million people that, you know, right. are wanting to, to live their best life. Um, and so, it's, uh, it has nothing to do with, you know, you said, okay, the school started and I need to take better care of myself because I want to, you know, look a certain way or anything like that. It was mm -hmm. just that like, Hey, you know, I've noticed that I'm not feeling the best. Mm -hmm. And I, and if I think about what's happened over the last six months, you know, I have been eating foods that aren't working for my body. Mm -hmm. And so I want to make a change there. And mm -hmm. and the thing is, is that I'm motivated to make a change. I like that change. Mm -hmm. I want to cook more. Yeah. You know, like if you yeah. don't like cooking, it's probably not going to work. No, you know, right. And right. Yeah. So it's, it's just about finding the things that you're motivated to do and are working for you. And I like how you feel about them, but like the food services, you know, you can order like plated and fresh and hello fresh or whatever they all are. I, I don't do them because well, I like to cook, but mm -hmm. for people who are in a time crunch and don't really like to cook and just need, but they want to try and eat healthy because it does make them feel better. They do notice difference in maybe how their focus is, or maybe they don't have as many headaches or something. Um, I feel like those are great ways to kind of get people into that mode. I mean, yeah. it's almost like, you know, everybody's so busy. And I think all these book like paleo and everything's trying to make like everybody fit into a, a mold. But what yes. what I feel like is no, the, the, the diet or the mold should fit us, yes. like not the other way around. Yes. And I, and for me, I feel like that is such a huge statement because that is, nobody seems to think that way. Yeah. I mean, even when I'm talking to friends and stuff like, Oh, I, you know, I, I'm not going to eat anything all day. Cause I know I'm going to have like an awesome lunch. I'm like, well, don't do that because yeah. you're going to be hungry and then you're going to eat yourself sick. Yeah. Like why and not just eat, you know, it's flat out distorted thinking. Right. It really is. Right. You know, the, 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 the fact that I was listening to some podcasts and I'm also reading this book called the fuck it diet, which I recommend to anybody, but she's basically <laughs> like, you know, she does, she talks about, and I've heard this, I've heard about this um, study that was done like after like world war one or world war two, I don't remember which one, but um, they were, they were testing people because a lot of people were very malnourished during mm -hmm. the war and mm -hmm. they were trying to figure out the best way to get people to, um, a healthy, a healthy life, mm -hmm. you know, gain weight healthily and, you know, get their, get their lifestyles back. Cause they were very underweight and very malnourished. And so they did this study on people and it was men and they, these men started out at like 3000 calories and they, um, and they kept them, they, they, had them monitored 24 hours and they kept them, you know, exercising the same amount they had 
prior and everything. And they took that, that 3000 calories down to 1500. Wow. And they kept that sustained for a long period of time. And they became like obsessed about food. They didn't care about anything else. All they could think about was food. They said that they were like uh, checking out cookbooks at the library and looking at the food. Oh my the gosh. Cookbooks. They could <laughs> chew gum, but, and so they some of them were chewing like 40 packs a day and they had to take the gum away because it was like becoming too much of an issue. And so there was two people that had to drop out because they literally became psychotic oh my gosh. and were threatening people's lives and stuff. And so you know, when you think about today that the modern diet is like, well, you need to eat 1500 calories to yeah. lose weight. And you look at that and it's like pe- people were going crazy because of the restriction. Yeah. Yet most people really truly believe in today's world that you should eat 1500 calories. And I've been on diets that are 1200 or less. Yeah. You know, I mean, and that's then, hard to do. Yeah. I don't, I never really pay attention um, and I know a lot of people like I've been using that my fitness pal app, you know, mm-hmm. logging and um, just, you know, trying to get into that whole groove of of eating better um, and, you know, just trying to figure out calorie count. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm a pretty active person. So I just kind of be like, well, am I hungry? Exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's the right way to do right. it. Right. Because, you know, with this this set point weight and stuff. Most people, you know, they're not going to shift more than, you know, 5% or so back mm-hmm. between that and your body adjusts. Mm-hmm. It shows that, you know, if you go out and you eat a whole bunch, a big meal, and let's say you ate 10,000 calories one day, you know, you get on the scale and the next day you're like, oh my God, I gained so much weight. Well, actually, you know, within a week or so, your body, if you weren't so focused on it, yeah, your body does naturally adjust down. Now you can't eat 10,000 calories for the rest of your life, you know, every right. single day. But, but if you would just listen, come into your body and listen to it, it shows that your body really intuitively knows what it's doing Mm -hmm. and it will, it will adjust up and down, you know, as it, as need be based on, you know, what you're consuming. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, just this distort, distort, disordered thought, you know, and this is not my terminology as much as it is what I've been reading and listening to of, you know, tracking, 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 and then saying, I'm not going to eat for 24 hours because I know I'm going to eat Uh, something that I'm going to really like, you know, it's just, that's not healthy, right? It's not, it's not, it's not only not physically healthy, but it's truly not mentally healthy. Mm -hmm, Right. And health has to be about a much broader picture than what we, we as society have, has focused on, which is I'm going to look out at society and I'm going to line them up all in a row. And I'm going to say, you're fat, you're underweight, you're healthy, you're healthy, you're healthy, you're obese. (laughs) And therefore, you know, the only people, again, what I said was you're healthy, you're healthy, you're healthy. Well, what does somebody on this podcast probably listening to us think? I'm saying you're the right weight, you're the right weight, you're the right weight. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and that is not, that is not all encompassing a picture of health. No. You know, not only that there are people out there that are, you know, five, 10 pounds overweight and they, their body actually is healthier at that size. Right. You know, and to say that it's supposed to be 10 pounds heavy, lighter, and Mm -hmm. that that's going to give them better health. Mm -hmm. 
there's no real basis for that. And there's, I, no, there's no real research that says that. Right. I think because there's such a balance. And that's one thing I really learned about um, when I did the, the integrative nutrition coaching deal is because it they they did. Yes, they talked about diets um, in, in terms of like healthy food diets, you know, try not to eat preservatives, try not to eat so many processed things, but just eating real good whole foods, yeah. whatever it may be, whether it's an avocado or salmon or vegetables. Um, but then the other side of it, they really focused a lot on which what, what I think sets sets my certification apart from others is because I do have like where I I'm focusing on, you know, well, your spiritual practices, whatever that may be, what is it that helps you you feel connected, you know, mm -hmm. how are your relationships doing? Because we are, people are naturally wanting to be around other people, you know, their relationship yeah. people. How are those? Because if any of those things are out of whack, I don't care how healthy you're eating. You're not going to feel good. Like you're not going to be your best self. Right. Because there's such other things that have nothing to do with food mm -hmm. that are completely out of balance. <laughs> so it's trying to find that balance, you know, for somebody who, who feels like, well, I, I feel like I should do this, but well, but you're not doing it. Like yeah. you've got all the tools, you've got yeah. the cookbook, you got yeah. the meal plan so you know, but you're not doing it. So why, what's, yeah. what's stopping you? Exactly. You know, yeah, they, this must not be your thing. Yeah. But, yeah. And the operative word is, I feel like I should, right. You know, and the should is where, you know, is where at that point you should stop the sentence and just say, that's not, that's not going to work for you because, mm -hmm. you know, something, what somebody should say is I want to mm -hmm. not, I feel yeah. like I should, because, you know, my Instagram feed tells me I should, or my Facebook pals tell me I should, or that group I joined told me I should, or, you know, all of these, you know, um, uh, advertisements tell me I should, mm -hmm. I mean, it's just not going to work No, and neither and nor should it. Right. It shouldn't right. like do what the fuck you want to do. Right. Live your life. Right. You know, and, and I mean, it I adds longevity to your side. I mean, yes, I guarantee if you're living your life, you are going to be healthier mm -hmm. overall, right? Mental health, emotional health, and even physical health, because you're going to be out there doing things you want to do. Right. I think we've gotten into a society where we are so scared of ourselves. Yeah. I have to buy a book on veganism or, or vegetarian or paleo or keto to tell me what I should do with my own fucking body. Right. I don't think so. Right. It's your body. It's my body. It's about coming into my body and listening to it instead mm -hmm. of looking for outside sources to tell me what to do. Right. One of the biggest things that I want to do as a health coach for people um, is to help them learn their bodies. Like I was having a conversation with a lady that's been helping me. She, um, with my hip issue I've had, and then we've been doing Pilates and stretching and all this kind of stuff. But, but she had commented, she's like, you know, where she goes, I'm so impressed by how, you know, your body in terms of what's working or not working, or, or if, even if a muscle is engaged or not, because, you know, she said, most people aren't uh, that I work with are not that in tune to their mm -hmm. body. But this is years of me, like listening to my body. Right. And, and I've already, you know, I've done the dieting and done the, you know, had the personal trainer and tried to get the baby weight off and stuff. And, and, but it's, it's more than that. It's me like, really like listening like how do i feel like am i why am i so tired why does my head hurt you know why 
or why am I getting skin rashes? Like this is odd, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so a lot of that goes back to, you know, really learning about how to eat for me. And I think people don't do that. They think, you know, they're, they want quick fixes because they think they have to fit into a particular mold. And when they don't, then they feel like epic failures. Yeah. And that's not fair no. to those people. No. I mean, that that's, they're, they're being marketed. You right. know, it's like, a marketing, it's yeah. marketing 101 yeah. for all, you know, big companies, especially the health and wellness industry, which is, which is really exploding with things like that to yeah. make people feel like this is the only way to go to be your healthy self. Right. No, like, and I, I eat crap. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like French fries. Yeah. I love French fries. I might not go and, you know, always eat them every single day because I know they're not good for me. But if I don't sit there and indulge in a little bit of that, yeah. then I'm going to think about those French yeah. fries all the time. Or like, you know, I drink wine. I love to drink wine. That's something that's my thing or even, you know, and have cocktails with friends. And, and because that's, that's me being with my friends and I need that more than I need a green salad at lunch, Yes, you yeah, know, absolutely. So, and not, and it always drives me crazy. Sometimes when you go play, like people won't eat yeah. Well, I'm on a specific diet. I can't. And I'm like, Oh my God, you, you know, you're yeah, wearing me yeah, out. Yeah. I want to, I gotta out. have a glass of wine. I gotta have you. a glass of wine. A just tequila, to get baby. Like, God, Oh my I God. You're yeah. Because, Ugh. because that, I guess that's just where I am at this stage in my life. And I mean, I have dedicated decades, decades to not feeling good about my body and, right. and not feeling good about who I am and decades to not doing things mm -hmm. like going to the pool with my friends because I was embarrassed or this and, and I'm just fucking done. Yeah. I'm like, I, I mean, I am out, right. you know, I can't, it's a, it's a snooze, yeah. it's a snooze fest anymore to me. I cannot <laughs> freaking do it. Right. You know, right. And so, um, and, and I will tell you that I have felt so much better because it just feels like this weight has been lifted because I recognize that I was so distorted because I get on the scale in the morning. If it said that I was up a pen, I'd be like, fuck. And then I would go look <laughs> at my face in the mirror and I'd be like, yeah, it does look a little puffy I'm a little today. swollen. And today, yeah. and my day was like, set my happiness meter was set on that right you know and mm -hmm. and i just think i i feel like i've been a, a happier person i feel yeah. like people want to be around me more i feel like i'm more authentic yeah you know and that's the way i want to live my life it's, i don't yeah. want to live my life tied to all of that shit right and and i've been recognizing just like you know looking at yahoo here and, you know, I'm, I'm scrolling down through it and stuff. And, you know, I, I see, you know, Megan Markle's got a pre-baby photo. Fuck. I don't give a shit. You know, <laughs> and, you know, Sarah Hyland basically wore a bra on her date at the park. Okay. Okay. You know, I mean, these things, you know, today's actually a, a low day. It looks like on this meter, but uh, you know, it's, those things are like coming into my life and telling me you know, how I should look, what I should care about, you know, marketing to me. Right. At all times. Because they think that's what's going to be important. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, and it's more than that. I mean, I think that's why, you know. I mean, look at this one. Curviest <laughs> model ever breaks another barrier. Great. You know. I and just, I don't see anything wrong. Like, that's what another thing. Because I'm, I'm five, three, maybe five, two, five, three. Um, I probably shrunk down to five, two cause I'm not been doing yoga, <laughs> but, uh, but 
I, you know, models like the, you know, with the long legs and trying to fit a certain mold. And the, and I'm like, God, I mean, yeah. what a, that would be one hell of a life. Yes, I agree. I, I could not do it. I was just through my new lens. I was just looking on um, Instagram and, you know, I've really decreased that because I don't ha really have an Instagram account. It's for my business. Right. I was looking at it and this carbon 38 came up. Oh, yeah. And I have some of their pants. Yes. Yeah. But I... Through my newfound lens, I'm looking at all these leggy models that are weighing probably a hundred pounds and they're right. five nine and yeah. they're gorgeous. And they're selling that to me. And I was just like, I mean, I was literally like, fuck off. <laughs> like I cannot, I can't even go away, carbon 38. Yeah. yeah. You know, it just really pissed me off. Right. Because because nobody, truly nobody but a model looks that way. Right. And nobody. I'm right. five six. I yeah. don't give shit how much I try. I'm never gonna be six foot. No, me like, neither. What am I gonna I do? Feel your pain on that. Yeah. What am I gonna do about that? <laughs> right. Oh uh, well, I'm gonna buy the leggings, and I have put several leggings, and um, I'm gonna roll up the ankles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that's what I do, or it just bunches up at the end. My legs don't look like that. But, but the one, you know, what I love about that brand, which this is way off, but it's how I feel in them. Yeah. I feel good and they're fun. They make me happy. Yeah. Well, and they are stretchy. I just can't tell. I can't, I can't uh, uh, appreciate their advertising at all because no. they're advertising that health equals thin. Right. You know? And, right. And if you don't fit this and most likely they don't even sell them in my size because no. they don't want me just like Lululemon doesn't want certain people wearing their brand because mm -hmm. that equates to, they say unhealthy. So they mm -hmm. don't make, they'll make like one or two in a large, you know, and they're praying that, you know, they don't ever buy them, you know? Right. And I mean, this has come out by the CEO saying yeah. like, we don't want certain people wearing our stuff. You know, yeah, so it's not good marketing. Yeah. But that you can be healthy at lots of different sizes. Mm -hmm. You know, this is not, you know, people get scared about this because they think that, again, they don't trust their own bodies. Mm -hmm. And so they think they're going to balloon up to about a thousand pounds and they're going to need, they're going to have to have their wall taken out and they're going to have to have a <laughs> crane lift them out and put them on, you know, and they're going to have to have a casket made for them to fit right. around their body, you know, when they die, because the, the a diet industry has taught you that you cannot be trusted right. with your own body. Because if you do start trusting your body, you're not going to buy their product. Exactly. And I think that a lot of people need to be aware of that. Um, and, it, but, and, the, and not many people are, but, but I feel like more people are getting smarter. I mean, I think I follow the hashtag I, um, IIN health coach mm -hmm. on Instagram. And I love the pictures that some, because there are people of all sizes yeah. and they're health coaches. Yes. Are they doing healthy? They're doing yoga and, and spandex pants and a sports bra, but they're curvy and they've got skin hanging over, but they are, they've got their freaking ankle behind their head. So yeah. I'm like, girl, you go. Yeah. They're doing it. They're doing it. Yeah. And they're not, they're not stick thin people, but and then, and then you see people who are really thin and not curvy, but they're, you know, they're, they're got and, peanut butter shoving yeah, in and there. And they're, they're smoking a Virginia Slim and right. they're drinking a Coke. Exactly. And you're like, oh, you're healthy. You're, you're healthy. You're thin. Right. You're thin. Therefore, right. you are healthy. Right. <laughs> you and know? thin does not mean healthy. No. It does not mean healthy. 
your health is mental. Your health is based on like, what are your numbers on your blood work showing? It's not about necessarily the number on the scale. I mean, I know some people use a BMI index, which I don't even know how valid that can be. I mean, it was, it was developed by the insurance industry. Right. So it's know? like, so you're going to tell me because I'm like two points over a certain number that I'm obese. Right. I don't feel obese. Right. Exactly. I don't feel like I look obese. My body work that my blood work doesn't tell right. me. Right. My obese. blood work tells me I'm perfectly healthy. My cholesterol is good. Yeah. My blood platelets are good. You know, yeah. so I feel like. Knowing your body is knowing you from the inside out. So, you know, we had talked about another podcast, getting your blood work done, seeing what is off. If something's off, then that probably needs to be leveled out because yeah. that means that something's off in your body and, and all the, all the wheels are not turning correctly inside because yeah. our body is a beautiful mechanism and it runs perfectly well all on its yeah. own. Yeah. Your body knows what it's doing. Yeah. So stop we don't allowing other people and really industries, the health industry and mm -hmm. the food industry and everything. Stop letting other people come in and tell you how to live your life and tell you what's right or wrong for your body. Right. You know, I'm just, I'm just over it. And mm -hmm. you know, if anybody comes to lunch with me and says they can't fucking eat because <laughs> they're, they're on the new keto 4.0, I just, I'm going to have to get up and fucking walk out the door because I don't, I don't want to talk about diet culture. I don't want to engage. I don't want to have the conversation. I want to have an enjoyable experience with my friends mm -hmm. where we talk about a vast array of of things going on in life and our experiences and what we do as hobbies and enjoyment you know and I'm not saying that enjoying has to be a burger and fries or any of that I'm just saying you gotta break the mental cycle of focusing only on that aspect of your life and that if that aspect isn't picture perfect, then everything else goes to hell in a handbasket. I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm done. And I'm yeah. sure everybody out there, out there can hear it in my voice. I'm just, I'm done. <laughs> I hear it. I see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She is cooked guys. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think you've got, I think you've made some very valid points. Um, and I, I think it's true. And I agree with what you're saying. And and I did not get into the health coaching world and and want to know more about nutrition and, and cooking and all that because I always wanted to be on a diet. I wanted to do it because I wanted to know how just to live healthily. Right. Like it does become a lifestyle of not not trying to fit into the mold of what somebody thinks I should be, but but finding out what my own mold is right. and then going forward with it. Yes. And so, and, and it's hard. It, it's, it's about breaking cycles. It's about breaking mindsets, stigmas. Um, stigmas. And it's about, you know, educating people mm -hmm. on marketing employees and, and things yeah. like that. And so, I mean, shoot, maybe I just need to do a week of Instagram posts on marketing employees by well, companies. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, the, one of the podcasts I was listening to, she was talking about a, um, cartoon that she had seen and the cartoon goes something like this like there's a friend and she's taking a picture of like the salad she's eating and like she, I did today for lunch yeah and she's <laughs> posting it but you know you've got it you've got a brand but yeah. she's posting it you know on her personal Instagram and her friend looks over and she's like what are you doing and the girl's like I don't know 
marketing, <laughs> you know, because right. we have, we're posting all of this shit all the time about, Ooh, we're at Disneyland. Ooh, we're going to see this movie. Ooh, we're yeah. eating here. I'm doing checking that. in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're just a little marketer running right. around telling everybody what, what to buy and right. what to do. And so, you know, it's hard to, for me personally, you know, I think that one of the reasons that I'm done with this is one, I've just come of age of just being done with it. I just can't do it anymore for my own mental health. Two, I've become educated with reading some books. Body Love is one of them. Um, the, bo- the Body is Not an Apology is another. Have you ever read anything by Susan Bordeaux? She's got some great books. I read these in college, but I, I love Susan Bordeaux. She's got such a great perspective on how women are marketed. Yeah. And this was back in the, you know, late 90s early 2000s when I was learning about it. And I still have her books. Um, And there's one about, you know, femininity and how it's been marketed and then also masculinity, you know, and unbreakable weight, unbearable weight, I think. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's another phenomenal. It it was so fascinating based on how like companies market. Yes, of course. Of course. And now I didn't mean, no, no worries. But now what that leads into is companies we're marketing. Now we've all become these mini little marketers. Mm -hmm. And I think it just hit this threshold with me because, you know, I was never into Instagram until I started this business, but, um, you know, I've been more involved in it and I just, you get inundated Mm -hmm. with everything and now all your friends are doing it unconsciously. And I just, I just couldn't just felt like I reached my, my max. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, and I, I've pulled away a lot on Facebook and Instagram, you know, my daughter loves all that stuff, but you know, she's young and and impressionable and that, but I'm like you and that point, I'm like, if I'm having, you know, if I have a picture with my girlfriends and we're having a, you know, I might post that, but Unless somebody's like, hey, I need you to post a picture because I need like this organization to market or to get the word out about that, you know, but I, you know, my personal Instagram page, I don't post that much on it and it's connected to my Facebook page. I just don't feel a need to do that. Now, my business one is more active because I, but I just don't feel a need because I don't feel like anybody really cares. Yeah. And then also there's the flip side is they don't really need to know what I'm doing. Right. You know? Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. I think we had some, you know, that's some really good um, points <laughs> that you made, Jessica. I'm glad you got a rant on because that was totally up my alley. Um, and and again, I think it makes people listen. And I hope those of you who listen can, you know, understand where we're coming from on this point is because, you know, living healthy doesn't mean you need to eat a certain way or not eat a certain way or look a certain way. But being healthy is, is learning how to be more comfortable in your own skin and the body that you were given to respect it, yeah, own it and cherish it for all of its flaws. Cause as we get older, our body develops flaws. I mean, you know, having kids changes your body and, and I, it's not ever going to do anything about it. I would never change it again. Cause otherwise that means I didn't have kids. So right. You know, I'm right. okay with that. Yeah, so, our bo- yeah, the yeah. world is about your body and it's time to, you know, change that. It's about it's about so much more, yeah. you know, and it's my about- my self-worth does not reside in, you know, the size of my jeans. And I know that we've heard all of this stuff mm-hmm. for years and everything, mm-hmm. but it's finally just come to a head for me and realizing it and just, I'm like, I cannot handle it. I'm at my max. So yeah. anyway, I hope oh, that maybe, yeah. maybe that helps 
helps, you know, somebody out there. I hope. Uh, yeah. That. I actually wrote a post about that so, a few years ago because yeah. I had questions, you know, why do we even have to have numbers on pant sizes? Yeah. Like, why can't I walk in and be like, I think I want a size fabulous. <laughs> Um, no, actually, I want a size smoking hot. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. why does it have, we do, you know, it's like numbers on a scale. So yeah. yeah. Again. So yeah. Well, all right. I'd like to, I'd like to end with this and, um, you know, there's this new, new girl out called Lizzo. Do you know her? No. And so she is, uh, a beautiful black woman. She's a rapper and she's, she's smoke. She's, she's, you know, she's hot right now. Yeah. And she's got this song. So I'm going to end this podcast with it <laughs> because this is how I have been feeling lately, ladies. <laughs> and I hope that you guys enjoy it. So here you go. I do my head toss. Check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Take a deep 